Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. This is episode 44. I am your hostess, Coco. (laughs) You know, it's funny. It's like, you know, trying to do your introduction and, you know, thinking you're Madonna and shit because everybody who knows me personally knows that I have a first, middle, and last name and I never say it on here. Well, sometimes I do say it on here, but like, I don't say it often because it's it's nobody's business really. (laughs) So I am fresh out the shower. It is 921 on a Wednesday night. Wish I had recorded this earlier, but I had some stuff going on that I had to push it later and later. Something of business. <laughs> so today, before I get into that, I'm going to do my usual shit, which is how has your week been going? Is everyone cool? Has everyone feeling like their chakras are unaligned or you're missing something somewhere? I felt like that. I felt fucking real moody. And I don't know if it was because it was my time of the month or whatever is in retrograde again. (laughs) But like, I have not been feeling normal lately. Like I feel, sometimes I feel like really happy. And then other times I get really, really fucking anxious where I'm like, oh no. And then just, I'll be down for like a day or two. And I will just not talk. Like I'll completely shut down. And just not say anything or text anybody or it just is a wreck or I disappear or whatever. Trying to get a handle on it, but it's really hard to do lately, you know, because certain things come up in your life and you're like, all right, I'm 31. Now what? Like, where am I supposed to be? And then it's like, well, why are you comparing yourself to anybody else? Everybody else has a journey and shit. It's not just, you know. Everyone should be at this thing. Like, it's not the 1950s where the gender roles were different. And at certain ages, you were expected to have either this many kids or make this much money. Like, or like, you know, what face you're going to put on today or what character you're going to be or whatever, whatever. Like, it's not like that now. And I just feel like not aimless, but I feel like I really need to figure my shit out. Because it's getting scary. We're getting to 40. (laughs) I know it's far, but like, ooh. Anyway, (laughs) so today I have encountered a whole bunch of things, things that nobody should ever have to deal with for obvious reason, obvious reasons, if I could speak English. But then there's the cocoa side of things, which is what I'm going to discuss now, because I don't know why shit continuously happens to me when I'm out and about just trying to live life. But I'm going to explain something to you. What the fuck? My phone is, of course, blowing up. And in like five minutes, my fucking Alexa is going to go off and she's going to start talking. Yeah, see, she blinked at me, that bitch. Anyway, 
So I went to return some shoes to Macy's today. Okay. So buying them was not the issue. I ordered it online and had it shipped to the closest Macy's to me, which is in the Galleria Mall. So I ordered a pair of leopard print shoes because I have a, co- a wedding coming up this coming Sunday that I'm going to, and I have a black dress. And to accent it, I wanted to wear some funky looking shoes. I don't like to be all one color with certain things. Everybody knows that about me. The only thing I will match match up is black on black on black. That's the only thing I will match up. So, you know, I went, so I didn't have a problem with anything with ordering it, having it shipped to the store is what we did, what I did. Why am I saying we? Oh my God. So I had it shipped to the mall. I went to go get it during my lunch break yesterday, which is Tuesday. I record every Wednesday. So Tuesday, I went pick them up during my lunch break. Very easy. All they did was scan the barcode, look at my ID, and was like, yeah, okay, whatever. Here's your shoes. Get out. <laughs> so I went thinking I was all happy, hunky-dory, everything was all set. So of course, I fucking I haven't opened the box. I didn't open the box immediately when I got it, nothing like that. I didn't open the box until about 6.30, 7 o'clock at night. When I was done with like work, gym, and cooking dinner, which was sloppy Joe, so it wasn't a big deal. So I finally opened the fucking box to another shoe box and I took the shoes out and almost threw up everywhere. It looked like someone had taken an eight mile hike in the woods in these shoes. There was a black imprint where the feet were like, um, Oh my God, the ball of your foot. Cause yeah, yeah, ball change. Yeah. So I'm thinking of, sorry, I'm thinking of dancing shit in my head to try and figure this out. What, what the bottom part with your toes is called. And it's the ball of your foot. So it looks like someone, you know, sometimes when you go out dancing girls and you wear heels that are too high and you take them off and you start dancing around and your feet collect dirt and you put your feet back in your shoes and the dirt sticks to the inside of the shoe miraculously, and your foot comes out clean. That is what was inside both shoes. The dirty ball part of the foot. (laughs) Dirty ball part of the foot. Dirty ball part of the foot. Didn't mean to laugh that hard to blur the words, but you know what I'm getting at. (laughs) I've never wanted to throw up harder. Like, even the bands were stretched out, so someone's fat fucking foot was in the in the shoe dirty ball foot <laughs> anyway <laughs> like what's going on macy's aren't you supposed to be hella reliable when it comes to clothes and shoes my grandmother has been patronizing your store for decades yeah i said decades because i don't care and you go and have messy shits like this being delivered as if they're brand new albeit the price was cheaper than the original price But there was no comments in there like I bought it from a used consignment shop, okay? It's from fucking Macy's. See if I watch that fucking parade this year for Thanksgiving. Anyway, so of course, you know, I have to fucking sound the alarm with all my people. So I show Kanye Pepper. I show my grandmother Maria. And she goes that she said to me that I need to complain and obviously return them. Like, obviously, I'm returning these ugly shits. These nasty, dirty, worn shits. Even Kanye Pepper said the same thing and even sent me a picture of the screen showing me how to contact them, which I thought was real funny because I'm like, all right, clearly, clearly not going to do it now. 
Like I have the picture on my phone of the shoe. I'm not, I'm at work. Like I'm not, like I fuck off at work, but I'm not going to do that now. So I went in there today. It's a brand new day. So yesterday I picked them up. Today I'm returning them. Went to return them today and there were no issues again returning them whatsoever. But of course a verbal issue happens in front of me. So I go in there. Thankfully it's the same chick who dealt with me yesterday. And I'm waiting there at the counter. Just patiently waiting because I got all the time in the world as usual. Not busy doing shit. Just want to go to the gym afterwards and get my miles done and just be done. So... I go to the counter, I wait, and the same chick from yesterday comes up, and I was like, oh, hey, cool, because I was thankful that I didn't have to explain this situation and someone not believe me and think that I fucking wore the shoes. So the girl comes to the counter, and she goes, oh, hey, how are you? I'm like, yeah, I'm returning these because they were worn by somebody. (laughs) She looked at me, and I'm like, when you look in the box, you'll see what I'm talking about. She opened the box, opened box one, then the shoe box itself and took the shoes out and said, oh no. And I wanted to be like, yeah, exactly. I'll know. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, bitch. That's why I'm coming back with these. I wouldn't just bring them back to bring them back. They look worn. The underneath part was worn. The inside had the black spots in it and the fucking straps are stretched out. Alexa, dismiss. Don't remind me of shit, bitch. <laughs> Anyways, I'll take that in a minute. So, of course, she has to make noise. And I'm sorry, guys, if you hear any noise outside. I have the window open. (laughs) Anyway, so I go to return them. And, again, no issues. No issues whatsoever. And the the lady is busy working on, on the return and shit. And I was like, okay, do you need the card? It was on, like, I'm trying to be helpful to assist because... I don't like to piss people off who handle my merchandise. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, you don't do that and you don't fuck with people who handle your food. That's two things. Two rules in life people should be following, but nobody follows. Excuse me. So, of course, I have like a soda and a water near me. I'm drinking soda like a bad kid that I am. (laughs) So, of course, um, I'm standing there online. She's helping me. I'm trying to be as helpful as possible. She goes, no, I got it. Don't worry about it. It's going to go back on the card that you bought it with. All I really need to do is just scan the label and da-da-da. So that was the quickest shit ever. And of course, um, <laughs> of course, she uh, she's, looks around me. Like, she goes to look around me. And I'm, like, intrigued by what's going on because I saw people walk in my peripheral near me, but I didn't see what was actually going on. Like if they went behind me or what, cause I'm busy trying to return these stank shoes. So the, (laughs) she goes, excuse me, sir, you're, you have to fix your mask. It has to cover your nose. I turn around and guess what the fuck it is. A Hasidic Jew with his three children. And I'm like, I turned around to look at him And he looked like he didn't understand what the chick was saying. And I wanted to be like, bitch, you understand exactly what she said. Fix your fucking mask. Like, I hate when they play stupid. I hate when they play stupid. Because they, like, you understand what prices are in Walmart, don't you? And it's no different. (laughs) It's really no different. Pull your, like, you see everybody else's mask a certain way. And you think you're fucking above everything and can keep your shit. Like, right above your top lip. Fix your shit, sir, before I fix it for you. Anyway. (laughs) So I was like, oh, okay. So can I just fucking leave? Like, I'm standing there between them. And I'm like, oh, fucking hate it here. Like, (laughs) 
I just want to get out of here. I want to get out of here because I've had enough bullshit this week. And it's only Wednesday. And now I have to hear this fight go on with this lady and the fucking Hasidic behind me. He didn't say nothing. He didn't say anything to her. He just fixed his mask and then looked at his kids. And I looked at his kids and they all had their masks under their nose. I was like, oh, God. I was like, just let me get out of here. My face is fully covered. I'm fine. Can we just hurry this up? <laughs> I just I legit just wanted to get out of there. <laughs> it was so fucking terrible. So anyway, uh, <laughs> so that was the first part of my day. And that's today. This isn't even anything that happened over the week. Like, I already have enough stuff to talk about today that now I have to add this shit on. So who knows if we're even going to get to the rest of it at this point. We might. <laughs> Spoiler alert, we might get to it. (laughs) So anyway, so after I left Macy's, I went to the gym. Now, after I begged and pleaded with myself and insisted on this podcast that I wasn't going to do it, I have done it. I am wearing a mask to work out. And the only thing that I can think of to rationalize it is because when I get home, I do not put in the same effort as I do when I go to a gym. And that's it. That's that's my rationalization. And they already took the payment from me. So I'm going. <laughs> so, of course, like I said, I go back to the gym to get my workout on. Also, benefit of it is I tan. So I go and I tan so I can stop looking like a ghost who has been inside through a pandemic, which is still happening. But at least shit is open. So this little girl comes in. Now, this is what I've done today, okay? I go to the gym. I did a half an hour on the elliptical, which is about two miles. Then I get on the treadmill, walk another two miles for 35 minutes, which is what I've got it down to. So I've done four miles. So I'm on the treadmill portion of my workout now. And this young thing and her friend, which is whatever, wasn't even looking at her really until she parked herself in a treadmill diagonal to my left. Because social distancing applies to the equipment in there, too. So they've maneuvered it in a way so everything is six feet apart from each other. Or they've put things that say machine is not available, social distancing, whatever. So it's cool. It's cool in there. Nobody's next to each other anymore, and I love it. Because nobody's even going to the gym anymore when I go there. And all the machines are available, usually. If I hadn't had to stop at Macy's, you know, probably would have been there sooner and probably would have actually done some, you know, strength training. But I didn't. That's fine. I'm working on cardio more now anyway, because I know I need to slim down first. And then I work on strength training and I build my muscle. It's usually how it works with me. So like I said, so I'm in the treadmill portion. This little girl has parked herself diagonal left of my vision. I'm watching Shit's Creek and hanging out in Discord with my homies. So I have a lot of shit going on. I'm not looking at nothing else. I got those blinders on that horses have that when that drive through fucking Central Park, pulling the carriage. That's how I'm, that's how I'm living life. Fucking everything. Don't look at nobody. Don't want to see nothing. I'm washing my hands of everybody. As soon as I leave work at four o'clock, don't ask me no questions. So I'm doing my thing. I'm holding on for dear life because I'm on an incline and I'm speed walking and I don't want to fall and bust my face. So I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking. Immediately look to my left. This girl's to my left on the fucking treadmill. She's walking like normal. She's wearing underwear. (laughs) literal underwear think of boys light gray boxer briefs is what this girl is wearing okay 
Okay. So, and I'm, listen, okay. There's a difference between judging and knowing what you should wear when you go out. Okay. There's two, it's a difference. Okay. Go out in whatever you want, but I'm going to tell you right now, don't do this at the gym where, you know, men will probably stare at you. So this is what happened. Mind my business, girls on the treadmill wearing, you know, like I said, boxer briefs, light gray men's. <laughs> it's not what she was wearing, but that's the only thing I could think of to tell you that you can probably visualize this chick wearing. She doesn't have a big butt. She has like no butt at all, which isn't the issue. The issue is that somehow she started to run and these shorts started to hike up her ass. Okay? <laughs> hike up her ass. So now I'm starting to see butt flaps. That's legitimately the only thing I can call them because I've seen my fair share of ass in my lifetime and I'm 31. This girl's ass <laughs> was butt flaps. Like it looked like she had a long ass day. Those shorts looked like they started at the bottom of her tits, like where her sports bra would be, and then went down maybe to like her underbutt, like where the cheek stops, like where the crease is. <laughs> had the audacity to show up to a gym like that. And I'm like, where is her fucking mom? Whose mom is letting them walk out the house like that? So, of course, you know, I had to take a picture. <laughs> I took two pictures, actually, because I'm a rude bitch. But you know what? You shouldn't be out the house like that. That is ridiculous. There's nothing normal about that. And nobody's going to change my mind about it. Because it's also being a thirst trap. Because you know what happened as I was getting off the treadmill? Well, when I was close to finishing my workout. Some fucking geriatric pulled up one treadmill away from her. Because social distancing. So the girl's minding her own business with her headphones in, and this motherfucker is one treadmill over from her. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, I can't even fucking believe it, but you know what? I got to walk away from that shit. Because I'm sure that I don't even know what's going on in this situation anymore. Like, you can't even know who's innocent in this situation. Is it her because she acts like she knows no better? Or is it the guy because he's like, I was just joining it on a treadmill. Sir, there's plenty of fucking treadmills. You don't have to pull up near her at all. Like, God, what a thirst trap. Like, let's all go out in these shorts and see who's going to freeze their vagina off first. And I don't say the word vagina. I usually say kitty because I think it's fun. (laughs) Vagina is more medical, especially because, you know, drop that kitty down low. Love that fucking song. Okay. And I think it's, um, what is his fucking name? God, I don't remember his name, but it was such a fun ass song where it's drop that kitty down low, pop that kitty down low. Yeah, that shit was my shit. Anyway, <laughs> not important. <laughs> kitty is what I refer to it as, not vagina. But in this instance, the word vagina needs to be used because I can only imagine what her shit looked like from the front. Anyway, who cares? <laughs> who cares? <laughs> Also, other shit that doesn't matter, really. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. This actually was, this was a hell of a good time. My friend Brittany was up this weekend, and we were hanging out. We we hung out Thursday and Friday, um, and we had a good time. Uh, Alicia came, and that was amazing. That was fabulous. We went out to Tapped on Friday, and it was so much fun. Like, we had a, we had a legitimate good time. Uh. We talked about a lot of weird shit. 
First of all, me and Britt went to Tapped on a Saturday night. Not Saturday night, Friday night. What the fuck? See, I'm losing track of my days. That's what happens when we hang out during the week. So Thursday night, we were hanging out at the house, the crib. Friday night, we went out to Tapped. This girl in that place had the craziest laugh ever. She screamed and then would laugh. Like it would be like, ah! <laughs> like she was being stabbed first and then thought it was funny to bleed all over the floor. Like, mm, no bitch, hepatitis everywhere. No bitch, blood diseases everywhere. Like, <laughs> I don't want to say it, but you know what I'm getting at. Ugh, terrible. Anyway, so she mu- she's going to be the first victim of the fucking... She's going to be patient zero when zombie outbreaks happen. Fucking mess. Sorry. <laughs> um, so we, Alicia and Brittany came back to the house and we were chat- chit-chatting. And we were discussing, we discussed a couple of things. And then we got to the discussion of like the Handmaid's Tale. So we started discussing Gilead and what roles we would rather play if this shit ever comes true. And I'm telling you right now, (laughs) with the fact that I have asthma and I've been on birth control since I was 19 years old, they're not going to want me to be trying to produce any children. Tell you that. Okay. So I think I'm safe. (laughs) Brittany might be safe because she already has a kid. And Alicia might be safe because she's already had three kids. But if not, my preferred role would be a Martha because I don't want anyone raping me every night or whenever the ritual is. I don't want to be repeatedly raped. Okay? Nobody wants that to happen. If anyone hasn't seen the show yet, that is basically what's happening. They have made it culturally acceptable for this rape to happen in order for these unfertile women to produce children. That's what this show is basically about. It follows someone named June through the different houses and shit and how she attempts to escape this life, which seems to be unescapable at this point. And it's just something they've gotten used to. And uh, the, the show's fucking great. I wish I had read the book. I might have to read the book because I need to know what's going on since they're not putting out any more seasons yet, which what the fuck? <laughs> we have nothing else to do. Put out another season. (laughs) Oh, soda. So like, oof, after not having it for a while. So, like I said, I do not want to be raped. And I don't think it's, if that shit ever happened in real life, I don't think that's going to happen to me. Because like I said, I have asthma. So my my immune system's way down. And like, we need a new season. That's all I'm going to say. Need a new season, and I would prefer to be a Martha. I would rather cook and clean than fucking have to deal with any of that shit. Because all of that is, like, soul-crushing. And I would probably want to just kill myself. Especially because of, you know, sometimes those those husbands turn out to, like, fall in love with your ass or whatever. And, duh, it's because they've been inside you. Like... Like, you you don't have to be the most attractive person in the world, I feel like, to get a man. (laughs) It's probably a bonus at this point. But if you've got good kitty and you're crazy, somehow guys like you. That's, That's what I've been learning lately. Guys who go inside these crazy chicks and then wonder why they're fucking crazy. It's because, you know, you can't, you can't be fucking women like that. And then just, you know, (laughs) just disappear. Like, we, we expect that shit now. But anyway, (laughs) I don't even know what I was getting to with that. I don't even know where that went. Anyway, so the way the last season of Handmaid's Tale ended, 
was like, I keep forgetting because it's been such a long time and I don't want to rewatch it because that show just like declined so quickly. Like it's uh what you call it? Like it just down, 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 down. Like everything goes from bad to worse, especially with June. <laughs> so it, besides the fact that June gets shot, that's the season finale. She stays behind because, well, she there's a plane that leaves Gilead that is taking that, you know, is for cargo, but they sneak kids onto it to get them the fuck out of here so they don't have to live the same life as the handmaids and everybody else. So they get to the fucking, you know, they get to the fucking plane. They put the kids on the plane. And Jude was supposed to go with her daughter, the newborn she had with the fucking, um, you know, captain or whatever. Whatever his shit was. Who cares? And uh, she decides... She decides at the last minute to not go. Sorry, I had to stifle a yawn. I'm getting tired. Uh, she decides not to go because her other daughter, like her older daughter from her previous life before she was getting raped all the time, fucking um, is still there. And she wants to try and get her out. So she stays behind. And of course, during that whole scuffle at the airport, <laughs> she gets shot. So now she's bleeding in the woods while these other handmaids are carrying her away from the whole area so that they don't all get shot at the same time. So, like, where do we go from here with that? <laughs> That's my question. Where do we go from here with that? I think, uh, I think you know, June obviously isn't going to die because who's who else's story is worth telling in this? None of these other people have, like, compelling stories or anything, or they're either usually killed off really quickly. That's that's what I've learned so far. But I like that show. I'm addicted to it. It's fucking horrible, the things that happen. And you know what's sad is that, you know, in this society, we get hooked to such dramatic shit because we either have to be really bored with our lives or we want to feel something. Like, <laughs> I read, I used to read romance novels a lot. Um... Last year, like in my past relationship, because, you know, I wanted to feel romanced and I wanted to feel that kind of love that was there. And again, nothing against the person I was with. You know, everybody is this is this is the thing. So I don't know if I've discussed this already, but DC has been has had some enlightening moments. So what I really liked that she said to me one time as some advice was that she, I don't know if she learned this somewhere or she heard this somewhere. I forget. Cause she's told me this. She told me this, like when I first started working at Valley view, which was like last year, like beginning of last year. And I was going through a tough time. And she said, a person, people are made up of different wells. And she said, the person who I had been dating with at the time was probably giving everything he had in his well to give and but his well was not at the same level as mine which means that we were operating at two different types of depths I feel like I've covered this already but we're like 44 episodes in so who knows <laughs> who knows what I've covered and not covered but like that that's what she said is that my well is probably deeper than his and he can be giving he can be saying or doing all that he can but his, his well will never measure up to mine. And I thought that was the most mind-blowing shit I've ever heard. Because I've seen that shit happen past my shit. Past my shit, during my shit, whatever. I've seen this shit happen in person. 
Like people are telling me that they're in love with this person and they don't know why they don't love them back or they're not showing them the same kind of shit. Also, everybody has a different love language. So the best way to like work through a relationship is probably to figure out what each other's love language is and then figure that shit out. And just communicate. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, nobody's talking to each other, but everybody's putting their shit on Facebook and Instagram and all that. Like, just talk to each other. Everybody talks. If anyone posts any crazy shit about their relationship, my comment is going to be talk to each other and take this shit down. Like, <laughs> why are you mad about something your significant other did? Did you tell them? Did you tell them? <laughs> mm. My sister just sent me something on Instagram and she keeps changing her name on there. So I keep thinking like I'm getting stalked or some shit. Whew. Anyway, <clears throat> excuse me. So my other question is while we're going through shit that I'm wondering lately, because I do this every podcast, I try and cover some stuff I've seen during the week. I'm telling you, man, I don't think we're going to get to the rest of my shit that I really wanted to talk about. Um, well, that other stuff was not really pointless, but it was, it was more of like a research project thing that, you know, things that have upset me on TV shows. So maybe we'll get to that. (laughs) So I had a fucking revelation the other day that everyone has to be getting their period at the same time. Now here's why I made a mistake and went to Walgreens and bought the wrong size tampons the other day. So that was a Saturday morning. So about the wrong size, (laughs) Of course, oh no, it was Sunday. My bad, Sunday. So of course I went back to the pharmacy again on Monday to find that they didn't have any more light tampons, which is what I use, okay? I use them because, you know, light flow. (laughs) And I whisper it because whoever's listening can go la 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 for two seconds and not have heard it. So now, you know, they had no more light tampons. (laughs) So I was pissed. So I'm like, okay, um, it's been a day and there's been no restocking of this shit, really? There's no possible fucking way, dude. No possible way do I go to a place two days in a row and, first of all, grab the wrong box because let me tell you something. The packaging on the box was purple. I opened the box because purple is the color for the light tampons. So the super is green. The, I don't know, super, super, whatever they call it, is orange. Okay, super, super is orange, super is green, regular is yellow, purple is light. That's the color. If you didn't know about it now, now you know. <laughs> so if you ask, what do you need? And someone says the purple shits, get the light ones. I, I just helped mad guys out. I just helped mad men figure this out. So I grabbed the box. The box was purple. I was really tired, by the way. I had a coffee from the gas station with a shot of espresso in it that I was, you know, dedicated to downing, but it was still too hot. So I wasn't awake yet. I don't think I even had a sip before I came home. And uh, I fucking go to open the box. The box, the outside of the box is purple. Purple means light. Open the fucking box. The packaging on the tampon is green. Now, if you think I'm going to try and squeeze a super up there, No, (laughs) no and ouch, no and a whole ouch biscuit, not doing it. So of course I'm pissed at myself. So I go back Monday and they still don't have light tampons. They have like the Tampax Pearl, like a big box of it for $10. I did not want to be out here spending $10 on tampons for one box. So I bought pads instead. (laughs) 
<laughs> that was my compromise. I'm like, well, if I'm going to act like a baby, might as well feel like one, right? <laughs> so anyway, so like I said, so now I have to wonder if there's a fucking shortage on light tampons or <laughs> is everyone getting their period at the same time? Anyway, so I probably lost like a lot of male listeners unless they actually want the advice. I think it was pretty solid advice for the different sizes. So let's be serious. Like if you're, if you, you know, children shouldn't be listening to this anyway, right? <laughs> oh God. So that was my Monday story. So Tuesday, <laughs> to- <laughs> can't. Tuesday, I was out driving, going from my job to the gym, which is a separate way because when I go home, I take back roads. But if I'm going to the gym, I got to take the highway. So I fucking, I was on 211 by Yuyu, the old Hawaii fountain, whatever. And I was about to make the left in front of the flower shop. (laughs) And this guy, this fucking human garbage in front of me in this truck had every fucking, you know, window sticker or whatever they call that shit, decal, whatever, on the back of his window. Because it was, it was, I don't know what kind of truck it was. I don't care. Some Chevy stupid something or other. <laughs> so he threw trash out of his window while he was driving. And then we came to a red light. And then the left turn lane, <laughs> the left turn lane started to go. And I was watching this guy. Oh, okay. No, no, no. It was, they were turning into Walmart is what it is. Because if I had been in that left turn lane, he probably would have, you know, been next to me. So people are turning into Walmart and they're passing this guy. And apparently he had to lahakalugi twice. So he did one and almost hit one car. And then he did another one and hit, almost hit another car. I'm like, what is going on here? Is this guy trying to hit these cars? Or is it just a case of bad timing? <laughs> like, why am I the only one observing this shit? Why is this something that's in my face? <laughs> like, I don't understand, man. Who does this in broad daylight either? Like, pieces of shit do this in broad daylight is what I've come to realize. Holy fuck. <laughs> Throw your trash elsewhere, not outside your car while you're driving. And, you know, just be a decent human being. <laughs> Oh, God, speaking of people who aren't decent human beings, has anyone watched American Murder, The Family Next Door? Oh, God. (laughs) I didn't want to talk about this, but I have to talk about this because this guy felt the need to, you know, speak up on on People Magazine on how he felt triggered by the documentary that was on Netflix about his wife and kids. So let's start with the facts. Netflix put out a documentary last week, or last week is when I watched it, but it's been out for a couple weeks, I think. So this was a true crime documentary encompassing the disappearance and murder of Shanann Watts and her two daughters. So the guy, the husband, Chris Watts, basically had the life everybody wanted. He had a wife, two beautiful girls, and a baby on the way. So when they opened this shit documentary... (laughs) It wasn't shit, the documentary itself. The situation they were covering was shit. They show Chris and two friends walking up to the house like, we haven't heard from her in a few days, so we're just going to pull up and see what's going on. 
So even from the start of this shit, the husband looks sketchy as fuck and not reacting the way he should be acting if his wife and two daughters are missing. Like, you should be panicking and crying maybe, but not like a fucking robot. Like, I just want my family back. I just want my kids back. Like, what? Dude, inflection. Inflection and tone. You can't just fucking talk to, like, he was talking to these people on his front doorstep saying, I don't know where they went. I just wish I could have my family back. Dude, what? Are you okay? (laughs) I'm just in shock right now. I don't know how to compute this response. Like, (laughs) Mm -mm. oh, God. Like, show a little bit of emotion to get law enforcement off your back. Just a little bit. So they don't think you're the prime suspect. Like, don't you think that's something you should do? Even if you do do something like this, like I'm not trying to give tips or anything on what you should or shouldn't do if you're a murderer. But like in this instance, maybe just don't be cool about it. Like, don't be cool. Like you're being too cool about it. Like just fucking, I'm so sorry. I don't know if I failed is. I missed it so much. Like fucking come on. watching the shit like and I'm like this mm, mm, mm. like <laughs> even the male friend that went to the house with Chris said that something didn't seem right about him and his behavior like he was like oh no he's not acting right you think so sir you think so <laughs> and then you brush it off like oh no he's just upset is he though <laughs> this guy Chris His face, by the way, looks so much, I did it. It's not even funny. Like one look at the guy and you go, yeah, he did it. Like it's just, it's so sad to think that about someone's partner, that it's always the first person. Like, because it's always like a crime of passion. Like people like husbands and wives usually end up killing each other over some crazy shit. So He goes on to be interviewed by media saying he just wants his family back and that he doesn't know exactly where his wife and kids are. Meanwhile, when they show him and the friends at the house, you see text messages being sent from his phone to hers in an attempt to contact her. Probably fake. Probably just trying to show like he's concerned. Basically, he makes up the story that it's possible his wife had taken the kids and run off after a heated discussion they had the night before and obviously taken the kids. Like, like, okay. I understand her running off with the kids. How bad could the conversation have been that she had to do all that? Then they show all the Facebook posts and texts and such throughout their marriage. They even play some audio of her speaking about their first interaction on social media. I don't believe they had any mutual friends, which is what she said, is that she kind of stayed away from him because he just looked like a good-looking guy on Facebook, but she didn't know him at all. Like, she didn't know... Anyone who was mutually associated with this guy. So she kind of like stayed back. So that leads me to be, leads me to throw this out there because it's like, okay, usually if something is too good to be true, then it is. So, and also I have a lot of questions about this because the guy seemed too good to her, like too good to be true in the beginning. Then he turned into a complete asshole. (laughs) Like, come on, dude. So Essentially, this documentary shows all the social media posts she has, all the videos she's posted of like Christmases and things that have gone on with family members that were explained, like 
the mom didn't like her and she didn't like the mom because of an incident that happened with some ice cream that the daughter was allergic to, like um, Shanann's daughter was allergic to. I'm not, I'm not, I don't remember which kid was allergic to whatever ingredient was in the ice cream. But apparently the grandmother said she didn't realize it, but Shanann didn't care. Like Shanann like started to cut her off, cut her out of the grandkids' lives, which is whatever. I think that's a bit extreme. But if the woman had made comments on their wedding day and shit, I wouldn't like the bitch either, which is basically what happened. Chris's mom and sister um, don't like Shanann, so they were making some pretty bad comments at the wedding. I'm not clear as to what was said uh, I didn't follow it that closely. I didn't take too many notes on this. I just wanted to point this shit out as being insane because what I don't like that they did is that they make Shanann seem very needy and upset at things and short with Chris about a lot of things, which is, all right, now you're really exposing too much of the of the marriage because now, but, oh, okay. So now I just figured out why they did that. So so, of course, they show that she's being needy and that she she's wanting the intimacy that should be between man and wife, which is he's not having sex with me. So what's going on now? If she was a chick with self-esteem issues, I would be like, um, fucking dump him. Like, you know, like it would be a self-esteem thing where I wouldn't be judging her, but I would be like, he's probably banging somebody else. Mm -hmm. So my mom has always, I'm telling you, my mom always tells me this shit. And she told me that if a guy moves on from a girl really quickly after a relationship, it means he was talking to someone else and probably sleeping with that person while he was with you. I will never not take that advice. I will never not take that advice, <clears throat> which is pretty solid reasoning because that did happen to me. <laughs> but whatever, right? I'm alive. So it didn't kill me. But so this situation happens where they start delving into his personal shit because he they take Chris into custody and he fails the polygraph test. So um, he fails the polygraph test and they're like, all right, well, you know, you failed the polygraph test. So you might as well tell us what's going on is the gist of the conversation with him and the police. So. He he goes, is my dad here? I want to speak to him. So they get his dad from outside in the waiting area, I'm guessing. The dad comes in and he confesses to the dad to having killed Shanann. But he says that he killed her because she killed the two kids. That That's his story. He killed the, She killed the two kids, so he had to put a stop to it. And... There should there's cameras all over the house, so he sh they should have been able to see all of this stuff. And I'm, I'm guessing they didn't see any of it. So... He, I don't know when he, I don't remember when he fully confesses, but what he says happens is that when he finally confessed to what happened, he said that they had, you know, she had come back from her trip very late that night and he had, I don't know if he'd been drinking or whatever, but he, they had, you know, finally had sex. They had gotten into an argument. They had had sex. No, they didn't have an argument. They had an argument after the sex. So the, they have sex. They go to sleep the following morning. She wakes up. He tells her it's over. The reason why he tells her it's over is because <clears throat> my mom's advice was correct. He had found himself a girlfriend while he was away on his trips, on his business trips, because he was away often from the family. And you see that when he's away often from the family, he is in contact less and less with Shanann and the kids. 
and he's starting to work out a lot and he would rather work out than have sex with her and, you know, talking about how she's trembling, she's so upset and this and that. And, you know, it's, it's a little bit dramatic, but, you know, if you've known someone for seven years and their behavior starts to change, you have to wonder what's going on. And I don't know who... I've never been in a relationship for seven years. I mean, the longest relationship I've ever been in was like three years probably. And it taught me a lot about myself. But you also notice when people start acting different in any amount of time, even friends. It doesn't have to be like a significant other or anything. So they they start showing him in pictures with another chick and they interview her also because they find out about this information. And apparently, I think he had said that his wife had gone missing and... um I don't know how long into their relationship or whatever, but she had no idea that this was going on or that he was even a suspect in this. So, uh, (laughs) so that's, that's interesting. Um, so back to what happened. So Chris and Shanann, Chris was ending his relation, his marriage with Shanann. Shanann then starts running around, not running around, but walking around the bedroom saying, you know, what was last night about and this and that. And, um, what was last night about then if it was goodbye and how could you do this? And I'll make sure you never see the kids again and this and that. He basically fucking gets on top of her and, or not gets on top of her, but starts strangling the life out of her. And once he's done with that, you know, one of the one of the little girls comes in, his daughter comes in and goes, hey, what's wrong with mommy or something? And he said something like mommy's sick or something or mommy's not feeling good. Meanwhile, Shanann is pregnant with his third kid. So he strangled Shanann, puts her in the back seat, I think, and then puts the two girls in the back seat and drives out to one of the um, oil plants he works at, I think, something like that. I don't remember what the shits were called, but... He drives out there and he fucking, God, it's so terrible. He fucking smothers both of these little girls, one after another. He smothers the one girl, puts her in the oil barrel, and then the other one, the poor baby, says, please don't do to me what you did to Cece or whatever the the other, the sister's name was. And he smothers her too with a blanket and then puts her in the other one and... Then, of course, he buries Shanann in a shallow grave and then leaves. Um, and then uh, he he's not he didn't get the death penalty. He's serving three consecutive life sentences. But could you fucking imagine the kind of monster? If you want to leave your wife, just fucking leave, sir. I've thought about this plenty of times. Why do you think, why in this world, in this day and age, where we have the technology that we have, why? Why would you fucking, you know, why would you just, you know, sign the piece of paper? And if you don't see your kids again, you go to court and you get the fucking visitation. You don't have to do this. Like, you want to be with your floozy girlfriend, go be with your floozy girlfriend. No one's really stopping you. But like, really? You have to kill somebody? And then this motherfucker has the nerve to go to People Magazine and fucking say that he's triggered by the documentary and how it portrays him. You're a murderer, dude. You don't get to feel any type of way about anything. You're a number now. You're a number. 
this poor fucking woman was just out here living her life and you treated her good for a while until you found a girlfriend and got comfortable. And then you fucking snuffed all three of them out. Four, by the way, because unborn baby. What a piece of shit, right? <laughs> what? A piece of shit. But that's what that fucking documentary was about. And now I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> so uncomfortable. I'm actually watching another documentary on uh, Hulu. It's called The Will... What is it? The Wilderness of Error? Hang on one second. The Wildness of Error? Hang on. I gotta look this shit up now because I don't remember. The Wildness... Come on, bitch. Fucking Google. The Wildness... Wilderness of the wilderness, a wilderness of error. Okay. It, it's now a show on FX. It's about the trial of Jeffrey McDonald and the book was published in 2012. So this is another guy who was accused of killing his family and he was part of the military and I'm still watching it, so I don't really know how it's going to end. But this shit was occurring. This murder occurred around the time of Charles Manson when he was doing the fucking um, die, pig, die shit. And they kind of, in the beginning with the first trial that they had against him with the military police and everything like that, they didn't want to waste their money and resources on the trial. So they kind of just, you know, we don't have any more money to spend on this trial, so we're going to be done with it. And they don't convict him of anything, and he gets to go free. So he goes free, and the dad starts doing his research to try and get justice, like the stepdad, <laughs> who tries to get justice for his daughter, who is now dead, along with his grandkids. I think grandkids, yeah. And... um he he gets another case. He gets another trial because they find out they find more clues and stuff because he privately investigates it himself. Like he does a, I don't know what they call that, like a civil investigation. I don't know. But this guy decides to take it upon himself to get justice for his daughter because you know how is it possible that they just you know say, well, we don't have any more money to prosecute this, so what do you want to do? No, bitch. You fucking prosecute until you get a conviction. But, you know, times were different back then. Now we fucking spend all our money. They spend all our money on fucking convicting and putting away people. Especially for stupid petty crimes. Anyway, who cares about that? This is not what this is for. So Jeffrey McDonald goes for, like, trial after trial. Like, this guy... <laughs> I'm on episode five. And I'm like, yo, is this guy okay? <laughs> He's going to be in trial till he's like a hundred. Like they've put him through three different trials, I feel, because they got a conviction in the second one. And then they appealed to overturn the original conviction saying, well, you know, the media was everywhere with this. And there's been a show produced and there's defamation of character. And there's this other chick that's in the mix that possibly did it to or her group of junkies. And I'm like, hey, focus on one thing. <laughs> focus on one thing. Like, there's so many aspects and variables to this case that that's why it's so hard for me to follow this shit. And I might have to rewatch it only because I like to give you guys details on real shit that I'm watching and uh, not on Shark Tank. And Shark Tank is also very cutthroat. But I'm, I'm starting to realize that this shit gets you sucked in for a reason. And it's because you want to see if the person actually does the time for the crime he committed. That's what I have to say. 
And I really want to see what happens with Jerry, Jeff, Jeffrey McDonald. <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm waiting to see what happens. There's so many things going on. There's this girl who borrowed her friend's wig that was probably at the scene of the crime or wasn't at the scene of the crime. They can't figure out if she's lying or telling the truth. And I've just been laughing because I'm like, this, this chick is playing you guys, playing you guys hard. <laughs> Like, you guys have no idea what's going on because she's not letting you. Because she'll say she was there and then say she wasn't there and then say she was there again. And it's like, bitch, what? Are you having an out-of-body experience? <laughs> I was cracking up. I was like, you can't say you were there and then immediately following in the same breath say you weren't. Like, what? And then, of course, she told a story about how she was at the house where her two people probably high off their ass on LSD according to her and they were just looking for drugs and or the doctor was because Jeffrey McDonald was a doctor in the military and he had some involvement with LSD or something and he was gonna or he was gonna put a stop to some drug being given out and they weren't having it which is why they went after his family like him and his family so um the claim is that Jeffrey McDonald did it because of the way the way the evidence was laid out. There was a nightshirt that he was supposed to have worn at the time of the attack or had placed over his wife with a lot of stab markings that didn't make sense because the angle of the of the marks on the shirt were too um dead on for them to have been like if he was trying to remove the shirt and someone was trying to stab him. Because they did a reenactment of it and the guy the one lawyer cuts the other lawyer's hand and they're like, if this is what had actually happened with this guy fighting with the shirt between the other guy with the knife, like the one guy was holding the shirt and the knife and Jeffrey McDonald was fighting with him. He's like, if this is exactly how it would have happened, then this is what would have happened. His hand would have been cut. And I was like, oh shit. Like, <laughs> you have to watch a documentary with me. It's the funniest shit ever because my reactions are unbelievable. Because I'd be like, oh, sucky, sucky, for no reason, for none, no reason. That language does not need to be used because this is not a silly situation. But I respond inappropriately to certain things. And that's all you need to know about that. <laughs> but I really want to see what happens with this because I like these silly shits. And I have never laughed harder at this guy probably going to jail when he's 60 years old. That's like the fucking um, I'll Be Gone in the Dark, the East Area Rapist. Like, hey, dude. <laughs> like, you're going to jail for, like, the 20 years you have left on this earth. And you're going to die in there. Like, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm laughing at because this motherfucker thought he was never going to get caught. And then a book gets written and boom, he's caught. What's funny is I don't even remember his name. <clears throat> so I want to round this out by saying that this coming week, I am not looking forward to meaning Wednesday to Wednesday. And the problem is, is that we're starting another mandatory in service, which makes people crazy in my office. And plenty of people have called me asking me the same question over and over again. And I have answered the same way. I think every time, which is, do you have to, do we have to register for this in-service or I would like to register for this in-service? And my answer has been no. 
You do not. And you do not call me to register either. You go into the room every hour on the hour and you sign the attendance sheet and you leave your quiz in the box and you watch the video. That's exactly how it goes. Sign your name, watch video, put quiz in the box. That's it. Simple instructions. A five-year-old could do it. So we'll see what happens. So that's that's one of the reasons why I'm not looking forward to... Um, I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. I, had no, I had nothing else to say. I had nothing else to come up with to finish that sentence or complete it. Uh, but yeah, if you guys ever get a chance, you got to watch um, on Netflix. You have to watch An American Murder, The Family Next Door. And you also should watch on FX. Well, if you have Hulu, it's FX, FX on Hulu. It's called the A Wilderness of Error. And there's five episodes right now. I'm I'm very invested. I want to see what happens. I have to pay more attention because I always have my phone in my hand or something when I'm watching shit like this and it's not it's not not great for focusing. Anyway, <laughs> it's not good for telling you guys. And um Oh, so this is also this is also what I wanted to tell you. So I got into a bit of a drama thing last, this past weekend. And you know what's funny about it? I may be over it, but I'm going to vent about it right now because I hate when people do this shit. So I have asked people to buy games, not for me, but to play with me. Now, let me ask you a question. And I know you're, I'm not going to hear your answer. Let me ask you a question. If I tell you to buy a game, and you tell other people to buy that same game. Am I obligated to play with you? I think I heard a no. Okay. I don't think I am obligated to play anything with anybody. Okay. If you have a group of people that are dedicated to playing something with you that I've suggested to you and you buy. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. Someone is trying to make it my fault. And you know what happens with that? Wash my hands of that situation. Wash my hands. If you hear that, because my hands are rough as fuck, that's me wiping my, washing my hands of the situation. Okay? I don't do drama shit. I don't. I'm getting to the point where I'm going to start telling people off that try to bring that shit to me. I was very polite in my response to the situation. I'm not going to be polite next time. And I've backed away from that person and I have limited my contact with this person because that shit does not work with me, okay? I'm not going to be bullied into playing something or feel guilty about playing something because I've played it with someone else and not you. So we got to get our sensitivity shit in a check. Like we got to check our sensitivity levels because I don't, I don't play that shit. And someone who knows me very well should know that I don't play that shit. So why would you do that? Why would you ruin a perfectly good thing? Why? We had a perfectly good gaming thing going. You wanted to abandon and play something else. That's fine. But I'm going to continue to play this and I'm going to continue to play it with other people or I'm going to continue to play it without you. That's how that works. That's how I am. I'm very like, be right back. And if I don't come back, I don't come back. Okay. But I give you the courtesy of saying, be right back. And if you hop off the game when I come back, then whose fault is it? It's mine. But you know what? I own my shit, okay? 
I went to play a game with someone else and this person got pissed off at me. Really? You went to play it with someone else? Then I'm just not going to ask you to play anything anymore. It's fine. I'm over it. What are you fucking 12? You have to be fucking out of your mind to address any situation like that in that manner at me. Okay? And that's all I'm going to say about it. Like, I've vented this shit already, but this shit has to be put out loud. Because people don't seem to understand to not fuck with me and continue to fuck with me afterwards. And yeah, this is a family-friendly podcast, isn't it? (laughs) Especially when I get mad. Other than that, fantastic weekend. All I did was play video games and I got so behind on everything else. I'm like, oh, shit. (laughs) Monday and Tuesday were a sprint. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I'm counting down till I go to Florida. And oh my God, it's one of my favorite people's birthday at midnight today. Rocco, Dr. Jocko. He's becoming an older man, which is fine. (laughs) I mean, like, there's nothing wrong with that. He doesn't even look that age either. That's what's hysterical about it. I don't want to say how old he is because that's not nice, but doesn't even look it. But I hope he has a fantastic birthday. Um... Hope he has a fantastic birthday. It sounded like it was going to be good because he said what his plans were early on the Discord. If he does some axe throwing shit, I want to see videos because he always gets into some shit. <laughs> but in any case, um, see, I knew we weren't get to the other. Sh- we weren't going to get to the other shit that I wanted to talk about. But that's okay because I got really into the other stuff I was talking about, so I rounded this out to a good hour. Um, but I love you guys. It's been it's been a different kind of week coming into it. Like my my levels, like I said, have been up and down. Every day I wake up happy, and then at the end of the night I definitely go to bed happy, but I'm definitely tired. Like it's just been beating me down. Oh, also before I end this shit, how dare they put all eight seasons of Girlfriends on it and not give me an ending? Okay, so they put all eight seasons of Girlfriends on there, and season eight only had thirteen episodes. Because the show got canceled. Because they said it was too expensive to keep producing. Because I'm sure all all the girls needed all their makeups and shit. Whatever. And the writer's strike was happening at that time. So they weren't renewed for another season. Oh, man. I went through a whole month of nothing. <laughs> like, I legit watched that show every day when I got home from work. Or even at work at this point. Because I have the Wi-Fi password. But, like... How do you do me like that? Like, I was so excited. I'm always excited to watch the show, and I think it's funny as shit. I might rewatch it just because Miss Persia White, hello. <laughs> but very upsetting that that's how that shit ends, ends. You don't really get an ending. I hope they, like, reboot it or something or just give us an ending, like, 20 years later. I think that'd be really cool, like a reunion show. But, um, yeah, that would be fantastic. Um... But other than that, I think that's all I got. I think that's all we got for today, this week anyway. We're getting close to 2,000 downloads. Let me check right now before I end this episode and see where we're at. Let's see. Buzzsprout. Where are we at, girl? Let's see. Holy shit. So that's not it. That's just a list of all my stuff. So where's my stats? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh, so close. We're at... 1,928. Guys, tell your friends. 
Tell your friends' friends. Tell your friends' friends, mothers, aunties, god babies, sisters, brothers, uncle. <laughs> go up the family tree, go down the line, like go down the lineage, go through the, you know, genealogy map and just tell everybody. Subscribe, rate, and review, my loves. My little Coco community. Come on, babies. We got this. It only gets better because of you guys. Only gets better because of you guys. And uh, I hope you join me next week. I don't know. Obviously, I'll never know what I talk about until I talk about it. But I don't know what I'm going to talk about in the next one. But we're going to be on episode 45. So that's good. (laughs) Uh, Counting down to my Florida trip. Uh, Hopefully, when I'm down there, I can get some people on the podcast. I think I'm going to get my step pops and my mom to do it. And I'm going to limit what they say because we're not doing politics here. (laughs) All right, guys, I love you, and I will see you next week. We'll not say, but we'll talk next week. Love you guys. I hope wherever you're listening to this, you're having a cuckoo day. Bye.